When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Joined now by a friend of mine in the business. This guy has the best beat, man, boxing and basketball. Chris Mannix, ladies and gentlemen, Sports Illustrated senior writer and the volume sports. What's going on, Chris? What's happening, guys? What's up, Chris? We were uh, reacting to your tweet from yesterday about earlier in the show about Kobe Bryant, about Jimmy Butler being the closest thing in the league to Kobe Bryant. Um, I would actually, my mind went to MJ, but Key and Jay took exception with the comparison to Kobe. So guys have at it. Well, let's hear his thoughts on it first. Well, I think the, I make the comparison because I, at least in these playoffs, watching them play out, I don't recall a player playing with such force and just the, the ability to just put his head down and get to his spot and just say, I'm going to beat you from you know my spot on the floor. Jimmy is not a three-point shooter. You know, he's two for four from three, but that's not his strength. His strength is just staring you down and telling you that he's going to, you know, get to that spot on the floor. And when he gets there, there's nothing you can do about it. He's just going to find a way either to score through a variety of different ways, including a little bit of kind of a turnaround fadeaway-ish type move. And if he's not going to score, he's going to get to the free throw line, like he did last night going nine for ten from uh, from the line. Now, there are obviously big differences between the way they play, but the comparison, the reason I made the comparison was just the sheer force that I see Jimmy Butler play with. It reminds me a lot of the force that Kobe Bryant played with. You see, Chris, uh, that, that's what I said at the top because, I look, the, I, and I, I'm glad you came on to clarify that because as a former player, when I hear Kobe Bryant's name, like, I don't think there's anybody in the NBA that comes close to being Kobe Bryant. I think mm. there are aspects of certain players, like if that's the skill package of Devin Booker that reminds me of Kobe, I think if that's the how maniacal Jimmy Butler is and how like not afraid of big moments or that will, that determination to I'm willing to do whatever it takes, that reminds me of Kobe. Um, but like whenever I hear Kobe's name or even MJ's name, like, when I get those comparisons, I automatically go to the, the style in which they play. I'm like, all right, like, it's just style. Like, is that the closest thing to Kobe? And that, that was tough for me. But I hear exactly what you're saying. Now you clarify yeah, it, it, that maniacal it's not, mindset. It's certainly not the style. They're very different style type of players. But, you know, and, and people respond to me a lot with the name you mentioned, Devin Booker. He does that. But Devin Booker is a, a prolific three-point shooter, and that – obviously wasn't Kobe's game. It wasn't part of the game as much as it is today 
when when Kobe was at his peak. But when Kobe was at his peak, there you know you know this. He would often just kind of stare guys down, get to his spot, take mid range jump shots. You know that that are considered low efficiency efficiency jump shots in today's game, and th- that's a lot of what Jimmy does. He just kind of collects the ball, stares you down, goes left, goes right, doesn't really matter. He's going to get to his spot on the floor, and more often than not, he's going to make the right play. I mean, look, he's been doing this in this postseason against big-time defenders. I mean, Drew Holiday in the first round is a big-time defender. Jimmy made him look amateurish. The Celtics, you know, they didn't put just one defender on him. I mean, they had a parade on him. They had Derek White, second-team all-defense, Marcus Smart, former Defensive Player of the Year, Jalen Brown, who I think should have gotten more reps on him, big, sturdy defensive player. I mean, to see Joe Missoula, you know, hit the, you know, break glass in case of emergency Peyton Pritchard button in this game was was wild. It just goes to show just how effective that that Jimmy was. But, yeah, just to put a button on it, it's not – they don't play the same way. It's just Jimmy just decides he's going to get to a spot and make a play and – just watching that play out, it's reminding me of how Kobe decided he's going to get to the spot and make a play. Mm-hmm. Chris, how surprising was it to watch Miami go to Boston and grab game one? I guess we shouldn't be surprised because this is now the third straight series where they won a game one. I'm more surprised that the way the first half played out, Miami just did a 180 and you know, was able to do what they did in that third quarter putting 45 points up. I mean, in the first half, you're watching that game, and the biggest takeaway is why aren't the Celtics up by 50 or even 20? It seemed like things were going so well for them in the first half that they just started to screw around a little bit. They got a little cute with some of their, their passing, uh, took some low-percentage shots. I thought, let, let Miami off the hook in that first half by only being uh, up nine. Um, the fact of the second half that the Heat went bonkers was – was really crazy and look i'm sure you guys have talked about it at at, you know part of the show like you know joe mazula's bizarre relationship with timeouts is (laughs) is something that that is coming back to haunt the celtics once again i mean i i live in boston and i covered this all season long i think joe mazula is an excellent coach who's done an underrated job with this team but this is his blind spot you know not wanting to call timeouts for whatever reason, whether it's because he feels he calls to call too many early in the game, which is something Missoula said he did or brought up last night, or just a desire to have guys play through stuff and exploit mismatches that come without timeouts. Game four of the Philadelphia series, you can make the argument they lost that game and were forced to go seven because Joe didn't call a timeout at the end of, of, of the fourth quarter and they didn't get a shot off in that sequence. Marcus Smart's jumper was late. Here they are. And I've never seen anything like this. I mean, to give up 45 points in a quarter and not call a single timeout was insane. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, the, like I was sitting there, you know, probably five, uh, no, I don't know, 25, 30 feet from, from the floor. And you could hear fans screaming, call timeout. Like, you had just casual fans in the crowd understanding that you needed to call a timeout to stem the tide a little bit. So, you know, of all, of all the takeaways from this game, and there certainly were a few of them, it's, it's why the Celtics didn't do more to try to slow Miami's momentum in that third quarter, uh, which changed the game.
maybe it was his Phil Jackson moment, you know? <laughs> Let him play. That's through. the only guy I wrote that, Keyshawn. Like, that's the oh, only Vinny? guy okay. that does that. But Phil Jackson has 11 championships. Joe yep. Mazzulla's got 92 games or 96 games on his resume. It was just, I mean, Phil is really the only coach I can remember that, that likes to let guys play through stuff as much as Joe. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior writer and the volume sports on here with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Chris, I, I want to go back to, to game six for a second with Philadelphia and Boston because there's a, there's a similarity here. I wanted to tie it all together. One of the biggest topics around that game for Philly was not only Joel Embiid not having a shot attempt with three minutes and 56 seconds left to go in regulation, but him not having a single touch mm. in that span. And a lot of people automatically went to Doc. And I think that deserves criticism. But I also put a lot of that heat on Joel Embiid because he needs to demand the ball. One of the bigger issues I had with yesterday taking away, other than Joe Mazzulla not calling a timeout in the third quarter, great point by you, is that in the second half, for Jason Tatum to only have four shots blows my mind. It blows it because – Chris, he initiates the offense. There's not the excuse that he doesn't have the ball like Joel Embiid because he's a big. The ball is in his hands a ton. So when you see him explode for 18 in the first quarter and you're like, okay, like coming off a 51-point game in game seven against Philly at home. where And then to have a fourth quarter and the third quarter where he just looks like he disappears, it blows my mind. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, I agree. If you're on the level of Jason Tatum, um, you've got to demand the ball. And, and you're, it's a good point with Joel Embiid where, yeah, it's on the coach to to you know find ways to get you the ball, but you've got to demand it. You've got to find ways to get it. And I thought Jason Tatum got frustrated at times by the physicality of Miami's defense in the second half. Um, that's not a team with – great defensive wings. Jimmy Butler is a really good defensive wing, but you're not going to say that whatever combination of, you know, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Max Struess are elite defensive players. And in the first half, Jason Tatum got a lot of what he wanted and he got it in transition. He got it going to the basket. I thought Jason Tatum kind of succumbed a little bit to the physicality of that Miami defense in the second half. But to bring it back to, to Missoula, one thing he did you know, Jason Tatum had the 51 in in Game uh, 7 against the, the Sixers. But he had that 16 in the fourth quarter. I think a lot of what he did in Game 7 began in Game 6. And one of the yep. things he did, or that Joe Mazzulla did in Game 7 to get Jason Tatum going was to kind of put him in the post. He, he got him opportunities running off a couple of screens to get mismatches in the high post and allow Jason Tatum to get to the basket, get to the free throw line, really just – kind of get away from isolating and running just basic pick-and-roll stuff. You didn't see a lot of that in the second half last night. It was just Jason Tatum makes a catch, you know, 15, 18 feet from the basket, and all of a sudden is staring down a Miami defense that was ready for him. I think that's an adjustment that Missoula needs to make going into to game two. He can't just – even though I think Boston's offensive players are a lot better than Miami's defensive players, you can't isolate at this level. You can't just give the guy the ball – and say, go make a play at this level. You've got to find creative ways to get your guys' shots in motion, and that didn't happen in Game 7. So I do agree with you. Jason Tatum's got to, got to find ways to, to take over games himself. He 
humbly says he's one of the best players in the NBA. Uh, but I think also the Celtics have to find ways to get him the ball in different spots. Mm. Chris, before I let you go real quick, because we're up against it, I'm going to be yeah. going out to Vegas tonight, actually, for uh, Haney Lomachenko on Saturday night, the undisputed lightweight championship of the world. And a lot of people favored Haney. At, I'm one of them, longer, younger, sharper recently. But as the fight draws near, man, Lomachenko is a lot. And if he hasn't lost much, maybe he shouldn't be the underdog. Where are you on this fight real quick? Yeah, I think Lomachenko, uh, I like Lomachenko in this fight. I think a lot of people look at that Jermaine Ortiz fight and say that's a sign of regression, but there's a lot of reasons he struggled in that fight, not the least of which is outside the ring stuff. The big thing to watch, Max, coming up uh, on Friday is the weigh-in, right? Devin Haney is a huge 135-pounder, and I was told about 10 or 15 days ago that he was right around 142, 143 pounds, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for a guy that size to go from 142 to 135, that's a challenge. So if Devin Haney is not as physically right as he's been in some of his past fights, Lomachenko in the second half of this fight is going to be a force. So I'm watching to see what Devin Haney looks like at the weigh-in and how he makes this 135-pound limit. Because Loma... He can definitely win. Yeah, middle in especially. Middle out, Haney, maybe Haney, maybe. We'll see. But middle in, you got to think, especially if, if he's having a hard time making the weight. Loma. All right, that is Chris Mannix, ladies and gentlemen. Great talking to you as always, Chris. All right, Chris. You got it, guys. Sports Illustrated senior writer and vo- the volume sports. Tune in tonight for game two of the NBA Western Conference Finals as the Nuggets host the Lakers, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. By the way, Haney Lomachenko, obviously, ESPN. Coming up next, why do we continue to take the heat for granted? And are the Celtics actually in trouble, KJM? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. You know, I was thinking uh, yesterday, Key. It's imp- I, like I like to go back and remember how 
people were feeling heading into a certain game or a certain series. Like, if you lose track of that, it's hard to explain what it was like for the Cavs to come back on the Warriors in 2016, right? Down 3-1 to a 73-win team. They were about to get smoked. It's hard. Just remember what the perception was heading into this series, largely. The Celtics were big favorites. The Heat are expected to put up a fight because they have Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra, and they'll go out in six tough games, something like that, I think is most people's expectations. And here the Heat are up 1-0, and you cannot underestimate them. But on the other hand, Jay, the Celtics have been, as people keep saying, playing with their food a lot, not only throughout the regular season in the second half, but in these playoffs. But when it matters most, here comes Jason Tatum in game six, hitting all the threes, and then in game seven with 51 points. So is there still a prevailing feeling, <laughs> do you think? What's Why so funny? Laughing, Key? Hey, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> they in here roasted you in my ear. Why? Jay, why are you all of a sudden dressed like you're going to go do a magic show? They <laughs> say, Jay Copperfield. Jay Copperfield for sure. Jay Copperfield. I'm like, what? He's got TV to do. Oh, magic show. I see. Magic show, yeah. You object wait, to what it. What am I, a clown? That's a mean tie. What are you wait, talking about? On, That's a what do I look like, switch- a clown? But why you switch up, though? Because I, I have to do first take today and I have get up today. Mm-hmm. And after that, he's got to make some cards disappear right in front of you. Yes, that's my side yeah, hustle. Wait, though. That's my side hustle. Got you got any parties I can attend back? I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get you some got, free you cash. Got a, you got about an hour 40 before you get vacation. So I don't understand why you change now. What? You got about an hour 40 before you get vacation. Before why I get, are you changing it's, now? Because <laughs> I have to go do get up in like six minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I just, I don't know. It's just weird. I, by the way, I like the tie, Jay. I, don't let you, don't, don't I don't, You can call me the magic man. You know what? That should be my official nickname what, for the What show. kind of tie? That's good. It has the like a little magic, texture to the it. The magic man. Hold on. No, I'm not Is saying, that a Tom Ford tie? You know, taking no, my whole no, thing? No, I don't think I'm no, not saying you don't look nice. I'm just saying like the whole Superman deal, you know, going <laughs> in, coming back. Went in the phone booth real quick. Yeah. Came back, different colors and everything. No more phone booths. No. But you got to keep Took it 100 one professional. I get it, Jay. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I miss those. Yeah. Took no more phone booths. So is that no. my official nickname now, Pat? Is it the Magic Man? Yeah, you're the Magic Man, and I'm El Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> they got Diablo. it by ear. They was roasting you. Oh, man, I'm like. <laughs> was it Nuno? Nuno, did you have something to say? I know Yates. I, I did not have anything to say. It was Yates and Pat's. Oh, Pat's. my so boy's got me. Half is the question. My boy's got me. I looked up. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. We're not going to let him. Take now, wait a minute. Here's the real clean. question. I don't agree with what they're saying, Jay. If you have a jacket that goes over that vest, is there a jacket in this ensemble? Yes. Okay. So what's There's the nothing it's, be- wrong. it's definitely it's a not- deck of cards in that <laughs> drawing, too. <laughs> yeah, he There's a jacket with a trick sleeve. Everything. Yeah, they're they're putting they're putting the pigeon in the jacket right now. That's why he's not wearing it. You you also look like a high end pit boss. You know, a high end pit. No, Keo was gonna say, hit me, hit me. You know, hey, thanks a lot. I'm gonna. I want to split those aces. Sure, you want to split those? You sure? Sure, you want to split those? He's got his eye on you, Key. He thinks you're counting cards. 
Yeah, got the eye in the sky. Jay, I got hot. twenty on black four. As they dog. say, I'm hot. As soon as he comes by me, asking me if I want a drink, I get how, cold. How yeah. come I gotta be the pit boss? How come I can't the, own the casino? No, you're not the dealer. He didn't make you the dealer. He made you the pit boss. No, you know, dealers would have more uniform, you know, no the colors pit and stuff. Boss. So these, yeah. Pit boss. No, you got no. the pit boss. What's wrong with that, pit nah, boss? You, you own the FanDuel section, Jay. I own the FanDuel section. You have the pit boss look connected to the athlete that you bring in in the VIP. So you want to make sure everything was okay. <laughs> that. Everything was going oh according to plan. Oh, my God. It's perfect. <laughs> right? I mean, that's perfect. The liaison. I, I'm, I'm the, yeah. the, I'm athlete, the, I'm the athlete. Former liaison. athlete liaison for the high as end. As long as I'm part of ownership, I'm okay with that role. Yeah, you it's might be part of ownership. It's something, and it's know, not, I'm not in Vegas. I'm in Atlantic City. No, no, no. I'm in Atlantic City. I'm in AC. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm from Jersey, man. Come on, Gates. No, no, definitely not. It's not AC. He's trying to give you a promotion here, Jay. You're hustling backwards. Probably Steve Wynn's right-hand man because you played at UNLV, so he took care of you and made sure that you got in the position. Steve Wynn's right-hand man. He was working security for a little when he met him. He liked him. He brought him inside the casino, the whole thing. Yeah. Key, have you ever met Poochie? I don't know that I have. Okay. It's Steve Wynn's right here, man. It's, it's, I don't know that I have. I could be the black Poochie. Poochie, shout out to you, Poochie, in Vegas. Yeah, but you it's for sure the ex-athlete like Max Sand that comes in. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? It's perfect. <laughs> Steve Wynn's liaison to the yeah, athletes. He was, he yeah, he was, dri- he was driving me. You know, the ball, he was hey, driving wait, wait, me key. for, yeah, for key, about six key, months. Key, key, we key, got key. to talking. Yeah, key. yeah I own 0.2%. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, 0.2%. You, took, you went to UNLV. <laughs> you went to UNLV. Yeah, it didn't quite work out got the injured. way that it did. Yeah. Got I was his on the Greg year. Anthony yeah. Entrepreneurship Program. You, you, yeah, you know what I mean? He's going to look out for you. Yeah. You climbed your way. You gave him the great idea to build that pool on the backside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now he's got a nice I place can't. in a gated community, you know, 40 yeah. minutes from the strip. He's, hey, got got, the, he's got the whole thing. What's up, Michael Parson? You want to see some tricks? You want to see some tricks? Uh, all right. Now hey, you're the guy to call when I need tickets to the fight. Hey, Key, I can make things happen in Vegas. Well, you know what it's not me, Key. All right, listen. What you well, need? I definitely know it's listen. not you. <laughs> no, I can get you. You want to go to Haney Lomachenko? No, I got you. I don't want to go to Haney. Well, it was a month listen, ago, that's I our fight. That's you ESPN paper. Are you giving us tickets? If you ask me for tickets for any football game, I promise you, I can get them for you. High school, college, any of it. I can get you tickets, Max. I asked you for boxing tickets. You, you me wanted to go me to get you else. tickets for a fight <sighs> where I have there's certain issues not, you with promotional and network on. issues. Yes, but if we do that, I'm, I can get you access to buy them. You see what I mean? But I'm not going to just get them comped. That's because Why don't you buy them because because I I speak the truth. And when I, you I tell the truth, them to you me. make I, some I, enemies. I, 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 <laughs> All you have to do is buy them and give them to me. Just buy them and give them to you, huh? Yeah, stop up. Here's a little 20 G's. Here, here, key, here's some like nice that. seats. So real, I, I know, real quick, because I know we have to go to break. You, you excited for the fight? Super because excited. Because it's been a minute, right? Really excited. Yeah. I really haven't worked the fights. Let me, I just want to scanning my brain now to see if it's true. Let me do my I brain. I think what I'm about to say is true. I don't think I've worked the fights since the pandemic. When was... Fury and Wilder's last fight. Was that pre or post pandemic? Mm. 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 So you got to call. I mean, you're going to be like the sideline guy. Is that what you're doing? No, like, I'm the, I host. The second, you're doing what? I host from the podium, Key. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Pony. Yeah, I yeah. thought you would be the, the guy. One, how many down? I got him scored three to one. That, you know, that stuff. Key, key it's boxing. It's the reality the, of the nature. Key, key, it's boxing. I do the position I want to do. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like whatever I want to do is what I do. All right. Oh. Is game two a must-win game for the Lakers? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Take it or shake it here on KJM is brought to you by Granger. Nuno, do the honors. All right. Game two is a must-win for the Lakers. Key, take it or shake it? Shake it. Shake it. Shake, shake it. That. Shake that. No, shake it's, not, that. it's not a must-win. I think that you, you want to win it if you can. If they don't win it, they got two games to get even at home, three and four. So when I, the way that I'm looking at it is if we can steal it, great. And if not, we got the two games at home. We're undefeated at home in the playoffs this year. That's the way I'm looking at it. I agree with you, Key. I know, like, I'll always say game two is always sort of a must win for every team ever in any series because you're either down 0-2 or it's all tied up, right, or up 2-0, and that'll determine the series 90-something percent of the time, apparently, in the NBA playoffs. But I'm with you here. The Lakers need to obviously get it. They need to defend home and get at least a win on the road. I think they're capable of doing that, even if it's not in the first two games. Mm, Okay. Jay, you're next. Jay? Cat got your tongue? Alec is, oh, I Alec think he made himself disappear. Where is he at? He, now you see me, now you don't. Let's see. Let's see where see Jay me, is. He was sitting here. Sa- oh, my God. What happened to Jay? The magic trick has gotten to the best of him, huh? Unbelievable. What all do we right. got next, Nuno? Pineapple is the goat of all fruit. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake, shake it. it. Shake that. Shake yeah, that. It's not, the, not at all. Not close. The, the goat of all fruit probably is watermelon, to be honest with you. Yes. And Why isn't it on your Mount Rushmore? Because I don't, I don't look at it. I mean, I don't okay. eat it like that. Let me ask you no, something. Like Are you that. letting certain societal pressures get no, to you here? I don't give a damn about what people say. Black folk, we eat watermelon, and I can care less. Yeah, that's what we do. We like watermelon. Max. Well, so, I mean, black people <laughs> like watermelon. This no, is like you. You use, but this is pressure, because this is the so. problem with stereotyping. So I'm Jewish, right? And because of stereotypes, let's say there's a do- I'm walking down the street. There's a dollar there. You think I'm not thinking a normal person just picks it up? But if you've been stereotyped a certain way, you got to sit there and think. 
got you under a little bit of pressure. I don't know if no, I'm supposed to do this or not. You pick it up. Right. Yeah, so, so likewise, just because there's a, a, a racial stereotype, no, just, you can't allow that no, to prevent not, you from enjoying excellent me. things. Absolutely not. I just, it's, it's hit and miss for me, but I understand the world's view of watermelon. It's probably the top dog on the shelf. Yeah, to me, it's a good watermelon yeah. is. By the way, you know they got all different colors of watermelon too. Now they got the yellow ones and orange ones. They're Pink all delicious. Yeah. Oh, they're so good in the summertime. Can't take yeah. it. All right. Yeah, it's not pineapple though. It's not the goat fruit. So so shake it all day. Pat right. doesn't see color of watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That was a yellow watermelon. I didn't even realize it. Uh huh. Then how come? Then how come you're arresting the red watermelons at t- twice the rate of the orange or the yellow watermelons, Pat? Why Pat's is that? Letting the pink ones just walk away. Yeah, that's right. Come on. Jay, thoughts? Okay, yep. good answer. Disappeared. Uh, Jim, Jimmy Butler is the closest. Jimmy Butler is the cl- <laughs> These guys. Jimmy Butler is the closest thing to Kobe Bryant. Take it or shake it? Shake it. Shake, shake no, that. He, look, I understand he does some things that make you, you know, like, oh, Kobe would have did that. He, he's aggressive. He, You know, he'll will his team to victory, all of those things. He gets to the spot, all that cool. But no, nah, man, we good. You know, I got to say, I'm more reminded of Kobe watching Devin Booker, the footwork, the ability to score from anywhere. But I get what Maddox is saying. I'm going to take it because you need to show me a two guard, right, around the same size with, who wills his team on both ends of the floor in the playoffs. More Like, you know, Butler does those things more like Kobe than anyone else. So I'm not saying he's a lot like Kobe. I'm saying he's more like him than anyone else at the moment. So I'm going to take it. All right, all right. Key is not for everyone. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take, take it. it. Take that. Take 100%. that. 100%. Not for everybody. Nope. And, I, and and you should never try to be for everybody because if you try to be for everybody, that's where you go wrong. And it's just a shirt. It's a T-shirt. A good, you know, yeah. T-shirt. No, I take it. In fact, I've described Key that way. Not yeah. for everybody, but, you know, I once asked Mike Tyson – about Teddy Atlas here at ESPN, the broadcaster and trainer. I said, what, do you, you know, what are your thoughts on Teddy? He said he likened it to uh, playing for like a, a f- certain famous coach who he said, not for everybody. But yeah, yeah but that everybody. coach won championships. Yeah. And some people, you know, way, some people just yeah. can't take certain things. And, you know, that's just how people are. Jimmy Butler's not for everybody. Jimmy Clearly, Butler. right? He wasn't for the Sixers. Jimmy Butler <laughs> won for the Sixers. Now, how many conference finals they've been into? Zero. Minnesota, no, zero. Bulls, zero. He was for the Heat, and they live in the conference finals. Absolutely. Jay took this segment off. Uh, Max is the mayor of Lakerville. Take it or shake it? Shake it. Shake Shake that. Shake that. Yeah, self-proclaimed. First of all, there is no Lakerville to start with. That's something Max done made up in his own delusional mind Mm -hmm. to think that Laker fans really give two dams about Max Kellerman and what he thinks or what he says because he did radio in Los Angeles for six years. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, you came, you was a rental. Mm-hmm. We rented you in L.A. to do radio to fill up a spot. But, no, we, you're a Nick fan. You're a New Yorker. You'll always be a New Yorker. You and Spike Lee are on the same train. Nowhere. This is a rigged election. Uh, I demand a recount. And also, yeah, I'm a rental like LeBron James and Shaquille O'Neal were rentals. The same way they were rentals in L.A., that's how I'm a rental in L.A. Well, actually, Shaq wasn't a rental. No? No, Shaq wasn't Oh, really? Did he start his career there? No, but he wasn't a rental. Did he end it there? Did he win all his championships there? 
he wasn't a rental, though. The difference. Shaq got to a finals he before actually, he got to L.A. with the actually, team he was drafted by. He actually meant something to the organization. On the other hand, a guy named Max Kellerman means zero to the organization. Incorrect. <laughs> I was the whole champion of L.A. From the time my plane touched down, I was a phenom on L.A. radio unlike anything they've ever seen or heard. Heard in this case. We weren't simulcast. All right. What else we got? Anything All right. Else? Last one. Jay comes back from get up with a top hat, top hat on. Take it or take it. <laughs> take, it. take it. Take it. Guarantee that Jay probably most likely would have the top hat in his bags already. Knowing him, you know, he, he Jay plays the part perfectly. <sighs> yeah, take that all day. Jay, look at him. He disappeared. He disappeared. He disappeared. It's unreal. No, but what I couldn't take, Key, is the is the is the VIP pit boss, the liaison yeah, to the athletes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, you got got uh, Floyd Mayweather walking in right now, Mr. <laughs> Williams. Okay, I'm gonna meet him over at table five. <laughs> have, have him meet me in the VIP room. I'm, I'll be down in. 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, I'm escorting Barkley and, and his crew right now, and I'll be there in 30 seconds. <laughs> Barkley came in with Kenny Smith and everybody. And got... All right. With That's some... Jay, though. Jay, with... Jay, one of these right here. I'm going out to the pool to make sure that Mr. <laughs> uh, Mr. Barkley gets his cabana. Wait, but you got to show Jay again now. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Wait, we're not... <laughs> Well, that, that's Jay is the magician. <laughs> With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. So, should we stop doubting the heat, KJM? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by the one and only Monica McNutt, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what's up, y'all? I see your moves, Key. Hi, Key. What's up, hey, Max? Hey, how you doing, hey, Monica? What's up, Mr. 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 Card, Williams. Pick a card. Mr. Williams, I have Miss McNutt in. Why don't you escort her over to her <laughs> cabana, please? Oh, it's a where? <laughs> Your I'm sorry. cabana. He said, I'm sorry. Come he again. said that Jay is like. Copy, copy, come again. The former well, cabana, college cabana player. Six. Now he's the liaison to the VIP <laughs> Steve wins. athlete high <laughs> I got rollers. It. At the win. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I got is it. Is she in cabana six or cabana 13? <laughs> Put her at six with Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seat her next to Barkley, one table over. That's funny. All right. So what did you think about the Heat? Were you surprised that the Heat took game one? No. Mm-mm. I wasn't. 
Um, I think, and I am going to stand on this and say it today all the times that I'm on various programs, I think we really got to let go of playing team, injuries, undrafted guys, and you really got to start talking about the collective experience, right? This, essentially the core of this group, was together last year when they were a shot away. They were a shot away, y'all, from putting these Celtics uh, out of it. Um, So I think that Jimmy Butler is a different type of dude. And when we have the conversation about stars remaining in the playoffs, he is among the company of who? LeBron? Like, maybe Joker is yet to be seen? Like, it ain't no four minutes to go in a competitive ball game and Jimmy doesn't touch the basketball. It's just not happening. See, I'm with you, letting it go. But last, uh, it, you did feel that, like Tyler Hero was a critical piece to this team that gave them scoring, right? He's not on the court. I agree. You know, Victor Oladipo, you can say what you want, but it was still another body defensively you can give to somebody, you can knock down shots. He's not playing. I agree. So, like, what, they, what they're doing right now is just it, – it's magical. It's incredible. It just speaks volumes about the culture and what Jimmy and these guys have been able to accomplish. I agree with you. And I think – so, Hero, Vic, not available. But look at the minutes last year that Caleb – Max and Gabe played. Yes. They wasn't coming in just for garbage time for the sake of touching the experience. They were playing quality minutes. I mean, Max was uh, Max is sitting down with Cassie Hubbard for hoop streams and like is the interview you want pregame because of the way he's shooting the ball last year in their conference finals run. And so these are guys that have had valuable experience. And the thing about the Heat, and I can say this from watching this thing unfold up close to personal with the Knicks, you it snowballs. You literally can see their wheels clicking, the confidence growing. They are so comfortable late in game. The way that they are comfortable late in game, to me, Boston has not found that consistently. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and maybe it's because it's very clear to them their hierarchy. If all else fails, we won't get a ball to Jimmy and see what happens. Perhaps that has been a saving grace for them that these guys are brilliant role players. Wait, are you saying that, that Brown is now cl- too close to Tatum? That there's no clear 1A? I mean, it seems to me Tatum is the 1A, right? Um, I would think Tatum's the 1A, but t- and I stand on this from yesterday. No 1A in my mind cannot touch the basketball. Timeouts be damned. Coaches, decision makers be damned. Like, no. J- can you, Max, do you see a world in which Jimmy Butler, LeBron James, and I'm going to throw Jokic in that category, do not touch the basketball late nope. down the stretch? Nope. No. I mean, especially... Nope. Jokic, okay, you can run the offense through Jokic, right? He's different than another big, but especially if you're not a big, especially if you're a wing player, if you're a guard or a wing. It's no world, and I think, and this is, mm, hold on, Mm. Tatum, we've seen this now with Tatum, we've seen it now with Embiid. Uh, Folks may say what they will about the way Giannis fares, and Giannis was injured, and if you want to say Embiid was injured, had a conversation with Eddie Johnson at the draft lottery, and Eddie points to that knee more than I think most people are willing to when it comes to Embiid, but like, if you guys are truly cut from the the Kobe cloth, right? Whoever's cloth you want to decide, you you can't, you just can't. I just have no capacity to comprehend that. I just don't. Do you feel because there's been a lot of talk of the Celtics playing with their food, and this started really in the second half of the season. It continued throughout the playoffs. So to me, I always like to gauge where people's where it is in your gut in a series. Like, does this feel right now? Like the story of this series is, man, everyone keeps counting the heat out and here they come. Or is it, man, the Celtics keep giving these teams hope and when push comes to shove, here comes Tatum with 51 points. When this matchup unfolded, I legit was like, hmm, outside of Bam and Jimmy, the roster position by position, Celtics advantage easily. But my other thought was, I don't think Jimmy's going to let that happen again. 
And so as much as we could point to the Celtics' talent, depth, experience, it feels very much like Jimmy might be about to break through. Wow. That's what I feel. It'd be like so Jimmy awesome if the Lakers and the Heat got back to the, the finals just so people could shut up about the bubble. I'd by, love but that. By the way, like, who, would, who at the beginning of the playoffs looked down like all the matchups and said, oh, yeah, Jimmy Butler. Not Jimmy, me. Jimmy Butler, he'll win an NBA championship. Child, after they lost what? Atlanta? Are you oh, kidding me? Oh, my goodness. I said, oh, they, oh, they got to go get some real drafted players, some real NBA <laughs> players. Like, it's a wrap. I am wrong. I'm so wrong. And it has been, just as a basketball person, right, it's been incredible to watch unfold. Eric Spoelstra doesn't get the credit that he deserves, right? Like, and then those guys, like, y'all got to be careful tossing around that undrafted nonsense. Like, it's going to mean that they're not prepared for this moment. Yeah. Jokic was barely drafted. I mean, uh. yeah, right. (laughs) What'd you say, Key? I say, CJ, I told you. Well, I mean, look, if I'm looking at it that way, you don't think Boston, you don't think any of these other teams. No, everybody. Well, that's why I said it it constantly works to Miami's favor. Like all these all these fans get angry. Like you just keep doing this disservice. I'm like, no, let that keep happening. Mm -hmm. Like that is working to your advantage. But see, Jimmy keeps raising the bar. So he gets into the league as a tough-minded defensive player. Mm -hmm. Then he's a tough-minded defensive player. Oh, sometimes he can get you 20 points. Then he's averaging 20. Then it then it's like, oh, he's an all-star. Then he's a high-level all-star. The bar keeps rising. So. It seemed to me when he went to Miami, ooh, I love that. Him and Pat Riley speak the same language, and Spolstra, he's going to lay the foundation to bring in the real guy to get you over the top. But his ceiling as the best player on the team is probably a conference finals or two. He's already, this is his third he's been in. Can he, you're saying breakthrough. What does that mean? Get to the finals? Win the finals? What does that mean? I, I think the, the West is very, very tough, but I Breakthrough is at least getting back to the finals, right? Like you get the bubble rematch. But the West is tough. Ooh, the West See, is tough. Once again, what, ah! this is what happens, though. You start like, ah! Jimmy, no, it's too it. much, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're it incredible, but it's time. too much. Right, now, yeah. Listen, I, prove me wrong. Like, right. prove me wrong, right. Jimmy Butler. If he's able to pull it off, it would be incredible. It would answer so many questions or blanks in his story, whatever you want to call it. And I love how candid he is. I mean, he's like, we don't care what none of y'all say. Pick us, pick against us. We don't care. I think, too, the other thing about the collective experience when you talk about the Heat, Kyle Lowry and uh, Kevin Love have won, yeah. right? Like, Kyle Lowry in that second unit, that that team looks very different. And they just, they're just gamers. Like, you can't quantify that statistically, but as an organization, in terms of their leadership, they are just gamers. Now, we sitting there having all these conversations after game one. Every basketball person that looks at a roster, the Celtics should figure out, the Celtics should win. Yes. But this is not a world of shoulds, right? right? And so... I, you, I just think that you have to give the Miami Heat culture all the respect that they deserve. We're, we're real quick. We're real awake quick. about the Heat now. Let's put it that way. Real, real, real quick, who do you, you who do you have winning tonight? Lakers Nuggets. Uh, I got Lakers evening it up. I, I think I, this series. I, I said this about uh, a couple series, but I, I think this series will go seven. Um, I think it's going to be one of the, the better series we've seen over this playoff run. Um, I, you got really smart basketball players at the helm, LeBron and, and, and Joker. Like, I'm really excited about this one. What I'm saying, to me, I keep saying it, but, like, it's a version, actually, of Magic and Bird. Two of the highest mm. IQ players who control the game as much through passing as anything else. Both 6'8 and better, <laughs> right? The one guy who's not a great <laughs> leaper, right, can uh-huh. kill you from the outside, too. The other guy, even though he's older, can lead you on the fast break because uh-huh. he's more athletic. Like, a lot of you magic doing, birds lately. Really the great Monica McNutt, ladies and gentlemen. KJM ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.